1: What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So, why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from howstuffworks.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. And my name is Ben
0: Bolin. This week I have been teaching everyone to breakdance
1: <laughs> at
0: HowStuffWorks.com. <laughs> that
1: was so unexpected. Thanks, man. Very good. Very good. Wait so till I gonna, show you the robot. Are you going to work on me because uh, it's we're going to require overtime?
0: Uh, I think I'm going to have to take it one step at a time. No offense, man. Yeah. It'll be kind of a project.
1: It's easier to herd cats. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you said herd. Yeah. I thought you said hurt. Cats. Oh well, it might be easier to do that. Too. The dark side of Scott. No, no, no. Herd cats. There you go. Hey man, we we have a interesting situation today, huh? What's that? Well, you know, we're uh, one of a, a number, a fleet, if you will, of podcasts, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we we have a great job situation here. We get on so well with the, all of our all of our other podcasters, and. Um, We're actually pretty good buddies with, uh, Chris and Jonathan. Correct. Right? Mm Who some people may recognize from the show tech stuff. Yeah. Uh, or just recognize from the awesome articles and blogs. Or just around town. Or just around town. They're, they're men of, of, uh, what, what, men of renown. Sure. That's good. And, um, they actually have a letter that a listener had written into, uh, asking them to help. And, you know, Chris and Jonathan thought, this is a little bit this is a little bit carry for us, a little bit automotive. Carry? Carry. Yeah. yeah, you like that one? Yeah, I do. I think ca carry is actually a word, but I don't know what yeah. it means. Hmm. Um so I'm just gonna read real quick Sure. this this letter um from Wes and let's see, Wes from the internet. <clears throat> and Wes says, Hello, I am thirteen. Uh, and I was wondering about cars because my dad bought a new Ferrari, and he has a link to it at the bottom, and it has a manual transmission. So my dad had to press this pedal, um I think it's called the clutch, to remove some plates and change some gears. I thought it would be a good podcast idea if you talked about transmissions in automatic and manual cars. Dad bought a Ferrari. I know. Congratulations, Wes, and uh, Wes's dad. Pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. I, um, I got to say, man
1: little jealous. Well, he's only got about three more years, and he'll be behind the wheel. So that's a pretty good purchase for him, I think.
0: That's true, man. And I don't want to call you out, but I don't want to ask how long it's been since you were 13. But if you will recall, those three years are like 20 regular people years. They are <laughs> yeah, three right.
1: really long years. You're right, because you're just staring at
0: the keys to the car. Oh, man. Wishing that they were yours. Yeah. I stole my dad's car one
1: time. Oh,
0: Ben. I just drove it around the street and I drove it back. Uh, I thought it was cool, bad, man. Uh, I was like Indiana Jones. I'll say
1: bad idea.
0: That's a bad idea. Don't bad do idea. it. Don't. Oh, and yes, do not do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot.
1: Yeah. Don't, no, I, you know, I, I think at some point or another, you know, most parents take the kids out a little early and teach them in a parking lot so they don't get behind the wheel mm-hmm. for the first time ever. When they go to driver's ed, they're with them. It's not not most, but a lot of times that happens.
0: Yeah, that's what uh, when I say I stole a car, I'm kind of joking because my, (laughs) I mean my dad knew and everything, and it's not it's not a good idea otherwise. Backpedaling, backpedaling, backpedaling. I'm in reverse. Yeah, you're backpedaling. Yeah, I'm in reverse. It's a car show. Reverse. reverse. (laughs) (laughs) uh, But no, people do go out in the parking lot and stuff. Um, You know, that's that's what my dad did. That's actually where I learned to drive a stick shift same here oh yeah yeah Silverdome parking lot Silverdome that's yeah, pretty Silverdome
1: cool. in Pontiac Michigan yeah
0: my uh I was in um the parking lot of the school that my mother teaches at on the weekend because we knew everybody who oh. could possibly be yeah. there yeah um but I you know I think it's sort of at least in the states it's sort of a tradition where you have mom or dad take you out to like a parking lot and say okay sit behind the wheel I'm gonna sit in the shotgun seat incredibly nervous yeah
1: don't get in the wreck. and and you know like my first experience behind the wheel I was in a in a a stadium parking lot that had a capacity That thing had a capacity of like a hundred thousand people or something, so yeah. I was in this wide open area there were no cars around even mm. even the uh even the light poles were spaced out you know far yeah. enough that you know there's very little very little danger of hitting anything you know mm. being able to you know parents would be able to intervene and stop if anything was going on unusual, but you know, you're in control the whole time. It's not, yeah. it's not terribly
0: difficult. We're not going to condone doing that on the air. Of yeah, course. We're kind
1: of going down the wrong road here.
0: Yeah, Scott, maybe you're right. Maybe we got wrapped up in our, in our checkered past. <laughs> yeah, that's right. For a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but the point is the only reason that I'm bringing up, uh, this idea of the parking lot stuff and, um, the, the whole idea here that, that Chris and Jonathan West were getting at with us, um, goes back to, uh, Transmissions, automatic transmissions happen a lot more in the States um, than they do in some other countries, some Mm -hmm. other places, Um, and I'm surprised all the time. I'm surprised by – how many people don't know how to drive a manual transmission?
1: Yeah, I've run across many people that uh, have no idea how to drive a manual transmission. Not, it's mean, not anything terribly wrong with that, but I'm saying that you're you're better off if you do know how to drive a manual transmission. Sure. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And we've got, and rather than us teaching you how to drive a stick, which is impossible over, uh, you know, over the, the, the Podcast waves. It'd be really we, weird. Yeah, it really would be. It, it sounds so awkward to go through the mechanics of it. Yeah, you push in the clutch, Whoa. you let off in the gas. You do, you know, it's just it doesn't work. So what we're what we're saying here in this podcast is here's here's some of the benefits. Here's the reasons why it might be a good idea to to learn how to drive a stick. Because you may think, well, I I don't own a, a manual transmission car. Right. I don't drive a stick shift. So why would I ever need to learn? Sure. Um, there's a lot of reasons why you may. Want to consider it, anyways.
0: Mm-hmm. Even and you're, if it's ne- not, you're
1: never too old. Yeah, even if it's not for you, and and you may never use that ability. You you may use it all the time. You never know.
0: You um, may you may all of a sudden realize what you've been missing. Because let me tell you, if you like, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, I'm a little bit militant about this. If you like high performance vehicles, and you ever see yourself driving one. Mm-hmm. You need to drive manual transmission.
1: I agree, and they have they have ways around that now. I mean, they've got yeah. uh, you know the trip to- or Tiptronic or mm-hmm. whatever it was, you know, from Audi and um, all the uh, all the automatic cars that have shifting abilities. You know, right. where you don't really use a clutch; you mm-hmm. just you just uh, pull the pull the gear shift or the paddles on the wheel. Um, sure, they still require a fair amount of skill to drive, but nothing like when you're you're. Manually shifting the gears, and you're using the clutch, and you're using the gas, and you're—I mm-hmm. mean, you're—you're you're doing a little dance on the three pedals on the on the ground there. It's—it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's totally different, and really, I—I'm I, like you, Ben. I feel you get the most out of a performance vehicle for sure, out of any vehicle really, uh, when they have a manual transmission. I
0: totally jumped ahead and listed one of the reasons. You did. I did accidentally, which is just my. My hobby horse is driving <laughs> the high performance yeah. but one thing that we should explain to people who would say you know what what's the difference between an automatic and a manual mm-hmm. like if we if we gave them what's the quick seventy five cent answer uh,
1: what's mm-hmm. the difference between them yeah well one automatic I guess is one where you just select drive and that's it. You put your hands on the wheel and you've got a brake and gas, and that's all and a car automatic the transmission automatically shifts automatically determines what gear you're in first mm-hmm. second third fourth or even fifth in some cases or more um and then as you come to a stoplight or you know you slow down on the highway or whatever it is the uh, the transmission automatically shifts itself back down to the appropriate gear so no matter when you hit the gas when you hit the brake you're in the appropriate gear for that speed mm-hmm. and uh you know it's it's mindless i mean you just you don't have to think about it one bit until you put the car in park when you uh when you finish wherever you're going sure um that's it yeah, and, that's that's the, and a manual transmission. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you know you're you're determining everything about you know how that vehicle moves. It's uh you know you determine how long you're in first gear, how long you're in second gear. Um, if you want to shift for uh, performance, if you want to you know you want to hang onto that gear a little bit longer, you can get up into the power band of the engine, and mm-hmm. that's uh, that's one thing. See, I'm going through a couple of the benefits here already, <laughs> but um, yeah. you're you're far more in control of the vehicle when you've got a manual transmission, and um, I don't know, some people just. Can't seem to get by without it now because I, I I'm one who I, I think I uh, I don't know if I could ever have a car that's not. Are you one of those Are you one of those guys when you're driving automatic? Do you find your left foot hitting for that ghost pedal? I find myself reaching for the center area of the car to shift. I do, yeah. but I don't. I don't. You know, it's weird. I I do that more often than uh, lift up my left foot to, to hit the clutch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I've heard of people doing that too, like putting their foot through the floor.
0: I you know the Monte Carlo is, and I feel it's okay for me to mention it in this podcast. The, the <laughs> Monte Carlo is an automatic and a lot of times you see the the bigger cars, you know, those road boats, mm-hmm. a lot of times those tend to be automatics mm-hmm. nowadays. Tend to be. Yeah. Tend to be. But there are of course uh there there are of course a lot of larger uh Manual transmission vehicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the there's some exceptions. Yeah.
1: They may have a need to tow a heavy load, like another vehicle behind it or a boat or a camper or something like that. And, uh, you know, if you're traveling through the mountains or you're traveling sure. you know, up boat ramps or whatever, you want to be able to select the gear uh, that's appropriate for whatever the load is that you're towing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it makes sense. And I know there are automatics that that are more than capable of doing that, but some people prefer the uh, just the control. Mm. They prefer controlling everything about it. And I, I agree.
0: Yeah. There's – you know what? We're – Let's go into the benefits, can we? Yeah, sure, because we've
1: just got a few here, and yeah. if you want, I mean, you've got you got a couple, or uh, you I want me to just list them and we can just talk about yeah, them? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, because I'll just go through them real quick, but uh, there are a few. Um, you can find these all over the place. I mean, you look it up online, you can find several of them here and mm-hmm. there, and people have their own opinions about these, too, because someone may disagree with what I'm going to say here. Mm-hmm, sure. Others may say, like, it's, a, it's definitely more fun for me to drive an automatic because uh, then I can uh, – I don't know, balance my drink or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> you I know? can do more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Play with the radio or something. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, ready? I Let's am go ready, Let's go through it real sir. quick here. So I think I think maybe one of the biggest advantages is fun. We've talked about that already. Yeah. Um, you know, just for me, if you're driving a car, you can you can wring every little bit of performance out of that car if you have a manual transmission versus an automatic where you're kind of stuck with the programming that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the factory has set up for you. Um. That, and you know what? That kind of well, might as well just say this one now too, because um, so you can hold the gears longer. You get the you get more power versus an automatic uh, vehicle if you hold it into the power band, you know, which is usually a higher rev. In mm-hmm. my car, it is anyways. Um, and when you get the when you get an automatic transmission, a lot of times you'll find that they are. Um, they're programmed for shift points with efficiency in mind, fuel efficiency. Yes, and not performance. Not performance, and that's the, that's the downfall of them for a lot of people. They say, well, yeah, it's more efficient to drive this way. But a lot of people will say also that if you choose your shift points, a manual is more efficient. And I think you'll see that in some of the EPA numbers that um, if you go to fueleconomy.gov, you'll find that manual transmissions are actually more fuel efficient than automatics. But, Absolutely. Which is really strange because – it makes sense, guys. It's just driving style.
0: It I goes understand. down to driving style. So,
1: you know, at best, if you get a manual transmission in a performance – or rather, an automatic transmission in a performance-oriented vehicle, which I don't know why you'd do that. Eh. But um, you may get a compromise between fuel economy and performance. And they may even have a, uh, you know, button that switches, switches over to right. performance mode or something like yeah. that. But you're still – accepting the factory program shift points for that vehicle. Whereas if you have a manual transmission, you've got complete control over that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just i am extremely biased towards it as well. Uh, yeah, I, I think
0: that's a point that we definitely should spend some time on and people should really think about if you – I mean one of the reasons that learning a manual transmission is so worth it uh, is because it's, it's not that hard – and it really does allow you, Scott. When you're saying more control over the vehicle, you're not just talking about being able to pop the clutch at a crazy power band at time and then go into you know a, a super
1: accelerated mode. Or no, something. no, no. I'm talking about um, control that you can you can decide that I want to dramatically slow the car down without slamming on my brakes before I get to this next turn. Right. You can downshift uh, mm. if you don't know, – I mean, I guess you'd have to understand. The way the engine and transmission work together in your own vehicle, you have to understand mm. what's going on before you know what it's capable of, and, and or so you know what it's capable of before you get yourself into that position. But um, seems like you just have more ability to control the vehicle on slippery surfaces. You know, like mm. if you're in the rain or snow or mud, or if you're on that boat ramp, you know that has moss right. growing on it. Uh, you may not want to to take off in first gear. You may want to start in third gear, right? Um, right. You know, so it adds a little less torque to the wheels, and you know you're able to uh, you're able to pull yourself out. Easily, and we should, less we wheel should, slippage. Anyway. We
0: should tell people um, the gears what uh, in the order. Not going through and naming each one, but what changes as the gears go to like the sixth gear, the fifth gear.
1: Oh, uh, your your uh, the, the gear ratio changes so that it, it it's working not quite as hard. It lowers the revolutions per minute on your engine. Um, so you know, first gear you can take it all the way up to. 6,000 revs, whatever, right. you shift into second gear, it's back down to you know two and a half, and then, and then it slowly climbs back up. And you hear the engine, it, it peaks and then lowers, and then it peaks mm-hmm. and lowers, and you're shifting through the gears. And it's really a lot of feeling and, and listening to what your car is doing.
0: That's exactly what I'm, – I'm, I don't want to snap my fingers because I'm sure it sounds weird in the microphones, yeah. but that's exactly what I wanted to get at. Uh, driving stick makes you – brings you closer to your car
1: i agree yeah everyone agree.
0: who drives everyone i know who drives a manual transmission vehicle mm-hmm. uh they are more on top of anything that's irregular about their car
1: yeah yeah because you know what sounds to listen for you can feel it too yeah you can feel it is right yeah yeah, yeah. so we're, we're getting closer to uh my own personal number one reason okay so um i'll, I'll just go through these kind of yes, quickly yes, here because yes, we're, we're getting off a little bit but um let's see you can uh you can start a car with a dead battery uh, just by push-starting it, which is another great benefit. Um, automatic, you can't do that, but in a manual transmission, you can. So let's say you've got a dead, dead battery, come back, your headlights are on, mm-hmm. car won't start. You can bump-start the car um, just by putting it in gear, popping the clutch after you get rolling, and uh, and you're on your way. So that's another quick benefit. Um, hopefully that one doesn't happen too often.
0: Um, not. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cheaper to fix and maintain is often one of the things that uh, the people mention um, because – just inherent – the co- the costs are, I guess, a little bit steeper for an automatic transmission because you're dealing with electronics and mm-hmm. fluid flow. And uh, there's just – it's it's a different, completely different setup inside there. And we, we're not going to get into the mechanics of both of them. But a manual transmission, relatively speaking, is <laughs> – and see, someone's going to com- complain about this or say that I'm not right. But mm-hmm. it's easier easy, easier to work on than an automatic transmission or at least troubleshoot and, and figure out what's going on at it. And don't you know, gloss over that and say, like, that's a, that's the way it is in every case. It's not. It's yeah. not. No, but um, as a general rule of thumb, manual transmission, they cost a little bit less hmm. uh, than, a, than an automatic transmission. That even goes for the purchase of a new vehicle. You'll pay less for a manual version of a car Most versus an automatic version of a car, uh, maybe as much as $1,000 or more in, uh, you know, Get to up to luxury vehicles, I suppose. Which is money um, you
0: can use for uh, aftermarket modifications. Yeah, by exactly. the way. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. So there's, uh, you know, again, advantage disadvantages uh, as far as maintenance and cost go. Yeah. Um, we talked about control already. Um, one thing about the uh, we mentioned this earlier about downshifting and brakes and all that. Yes. Um, you can use the engine to uh, d- to engine brake. You can downshift and and select what gear you're in so that the, the car slows itself down versus you you Know hitting the brakes, um, so you know what's more expensive, brakes or a clutch? Hey, probably the clutch, yeah. But, um, a lot of people use uh, the gears to slow the car down, and I, I do that all the time. You do that, I do that all the time, but my brakes last an exceptionally long time. I hope so, I hope they okay. really do, yeah. Saving for that clutch, I, you know, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm doing, yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess, I guess we're down to maybe my last one, really. Is this your favorite? This is my favorite advantage, and then I've got one well, – I'll tell you what. Before I get to my favorite advantage, because that one kind of – let's just leave that to cap everything. That's the big – That's the, big, the tent- big one, I think, okay. because there's one disadvantage, and the only disadvantage I can think of is really like city driving. Stop and go driving if you're in oh, traffic. yeah, we especially do. if
0: you're in a place with a lot of hills and you're at an intersection. Yeah. That's my least favorite is the uphill intersection mm-hmm. where you've got to kind of oh, yeah. ride that ride the gears just mm-hmm. to
1: just to make sure you don't roll back. Yep, allow the clutch to slip just a bit more than oh. you normally would. It's um it's a bad situation when you're in stop and go traffic. It's mm. not it's not terrible. I mean I I live with it. It's a um, it's not ideal but it's does, tolerable. Yeah, it it can. Get tiring after a while. Let's say you're in an hour-long backup or two-hour-long backup yeah. in a big city. Yeah. That can get tiring. Or um, just in Atlanta during the afternoon. Yeah, just trying to get home yeah. ten, 10 miles or whatever it is. Yeah. but is. Um, don't uh, don't go to the
0: big advantage yet because oh. I've, I've got some advantages that we should oh, talk Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. One is um, when you know how to drive a manual transmission, your life as an owner and a driver Becomes dramatically easier. Your dreams of, of being a valet that you had thrown to the ash can—they're <laughs> back. You're back in business. Is that right? Um, yeah, rental cars. Yeah, it is usually um, depending on where you go. Uh, you can you can work something out if you're able to drive uh, any vehicle they have, mm-hmm. and in some places. And you were telling me this, Scott. Remember,
1: like in um, Western Europe. In, in Europe, in general, okay, in, anywhere in Europe, in general, a lot of the a lot of the rental cars or rental car companies offer manual transmission cars, which you don't find here in the United States unless you specifically ask for that, right? Or or search for that. Sure, you may be surprised when you go to Europe by you know, well, that was what we gave you because that's the standard transmission. Uh, you have to ask specifically for an automatic transmission versus having to ask for a manual mm-hmm. transmission like you would here in the states. So you're able to, and, and first, if you need to imagine,
0: if you need to, um, drive someone else's car for some reason, uh, you don't want to be in a situation where there's an emergency or something and you go, ah, oh, God, let me look at my cell phone. Who do I know that drives manual? Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, also there is something to be said about, about the way it works. See, I, I think a lot of people forget that automatic transmissions, are prevalent in the US, but they're not the norm, the normal thing everywhere else. Preval- mm-hmm. I mean, uh, automatic transmissions are like free refills. It seems normal because it's everywhere here. <laughs> I like that. It's true, man. If yeah. you go outside, if you go to a lot of other places, yeah. they're not going to let you just, you know, mosey back up there with your cup. And, you <laughs> very know, good, very good. It's a weird analogy. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I, I, I've had a, I get, I get
1: a uh I get a great satisfaction. I mean, I honestly yeah. think about this a few times a week, yeah. that I, I'm completely in charge of making that car move forward at the rate it moves forward and, and in reverse, I mean, I like the different sound that reverse makes versus the forward gears. I like yeah. everything about uh, driving a manual transmission. I, I just really, really enjoy it a lot, and I think I would miss it if I had an automatic. Um, you ready to hear my top one? And you've kind of skirted this already. This is the one, yeah. yeah. I, I just wanted to put put on that point. Yeah, so and, what's your and you've already kind of said this. Did he, I? Yeah, but that's okay. Oh, man. But, but when I put it out this way, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just plainly state it so that y- you understand that – when you can drive a manual transmission car, you can drive anything in the world. You could drive you could drive any car on the road, any truck on the road. Uh, maybe that's a better way to say it. That You could drive any car on the road, any truck on the road because you're able to drive an automatic, of course. Sure. You're able to drive a manual transmission. There's nothing else. There's nothing else out there. I mean that's – I can't think of anything else other than maybe like a, a jet powered car or something like that, you know, that, but that's not legal on the road unless you have a Chrysler turbine or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like the turbine powered car. And again, yeah. that was set up as um as an automatic transmission, I mm-hmm. believe. So there mm-hmm. you go, you're all set. You got you drive a manual, you're able to drive every single car on the road, enjoy it. There is no disadvantage to learning it. No. No, none at all, and and I just I encourage everybody that I know to to try. Mm-hmm. I've had some resistance, uh, you know, from people that say I don't really need to. Why, why would I want to do that? I'll just buy an automatic. Well, that doesn't cover every situation. So sure. I think it's just a great skill to learn, and if you know the earlier you learn, the better because you you won't forget. You won't forget how to how to drive the car. It's muscle memory. Exactly, muscle memory. Just just repetitive motion. And like myself, I don't think about every shift I make anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. When I
1: first started driving, you better believe I thought about every shift. I couldn't have anybody talking to me while I was driving because <laughs> right. you know you're thinking like, okay, it's okay. Here we I'm go. going? I'm going 17. I should be in second gear. Yeah. You know, <laughs> whatever it was. You know, it was like a it was a very formulaic thing for me at that at that time. And and then once you get the feel for it and the and the rhythm for it, mm-hmm. I don't think twice about it now. I don't. I don't. Consciously think about what I'm doing. It just happens. and i I gotta say, man, i
0: I completely I completely agree i wasn't I wasn't converted uh, to stick um, full- on after until a few years after I learned to drive it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I historically, for me at least, and please, everybody listening, i'm I'm not saying this is the case with your your vehicles, but for me historically, Um, I have had more problems with automatic transmissions and vehicles that I've, I've, Driven or owns, you know what? I'm in the same boat. For real? Yeah. Maybe yeah.
1: that's why we're so
0: hardcore well, about the, this. The
1: clutch, you know, the clutch is just normal wear. And the clutch, you can look at the clutch like it's uh, it's a it's a wear material because it slowly wears away. It's like right, a, you look yeah. at it like brakes or tires or something mm-hmm. like that. Of course, you're going to wear through that. It's it's something that you it's expect. Consumable. You, you expect that. Yeah. yeah. So when you when you say like, oh, I've got to go in with uh, you know my clutch is out, that's not really saying you have a transmission problem. That's mm-hmm. that's simply you've got your, your clutch is worn out. That happens. And then you know, with an automatic transmission, if you go in for an automatic transmission repair, that means something usually is is up inside there. And it's oh, it's going to cost you more than you know a clutch repair would.
0: Don't even tell me. You know how you're you you know you're saving up for a clutch. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Save up for a transmission. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't turn out into being uh me saving up for a different vehicle. Ah, uh, so yeah. No, I I, I,
1: I I couldn't see you on something other than the Monte Carlo.
0: I I can't either. I guess I'll just custom van. A custom van. Yeah, I finally there get a you custom go. van that you've been oh, talking about. Oh
1: man! With a, uh, I don't know, an airbrush shark on the side or something like that. Dude, that would be, that would be cool. What was our producer
0: think? Yeah, he's nodding. Awesome. Matt gave us the nod. Awesome. I think if we've got Matt giving us the nod, then we can't we can't end on a better point than that, right? <laughs> yeah, I think he's telling us to wrap up. He's telling us to wrap up, huh? <laughs> All right, so um, let's see the things that we always say at the end of the podcast now. Facebook, yes, yes, car stuff, yes, Twitter, yes, also car stuff, yes, and then uh, wow, this is like the fastest interview ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some guy on the website who's been writing this blog.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been he's been writing the car stuff blog recently. Uh-huh. High speed stuff at first. Now it's car stuff, and um, also we've got a bunch of you know articles on our site um, yep. on howstuffworks.com, and uh, you can find just all kinds of different information about. Anything you want to, really. I mean, uh, of course, car related. We're talking about that, but um, mm-hmm. really, there's everything there. And if you are looking for something that you have not found,
0: uh, never fear, we're always hanging out here on the internet for you. That's so right. uh, send us an email with suggestions for uh, future episodes. Um, Maybe some photos of cool breakdancing moves. Draw it back. (laughs) That's very good. That's very good. And
1: um, anything else that catches your interest. Hey, one thing you will not find any photos of me breakdancing on the site. So you know, go ahead and come on to the site. I'm not going to uh, Scott I won't subject us, you to that. Yeah,
0: Scott did make us take take
1: those clips down.
0: Which, <laughs> I mean, I thought you were finding your stride.
1: Oh, uh, am yeah, right. the king of the worm. <laughs> what's <that? laughs> what, Okay, we got to go. What's what's that email? Uh, the email is carstuff at howstuffworks.com. Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join HouseStuffWorks staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. The House iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes.